It's DTS-165, Guardians, and it's finally here. Destiny 2. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny News Podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host, Diddy. Man, what'd you think of the PC beta this last week? Smooth. Butter smooth. Oh my goodness. And it was everything I wanted. You know, it was... Oh man, it looks so good on ultra wide, right? Now my, my current setup, I'm not, I'm not, I can't play it at max settings, so I'm sitting around medium to high. 60 fps i'm totally fine but i've got the 21 by 9 monitor and it just it's fantastic i can finally shoot aliens in the face with a mouse and keyboard that's awesome yeah man it felt like a dream come true the pvp was really fun to play i enjoyed mouse and keyboard a whole lot more but truly i think like the impressive experience was going through the strike like the first time i booted up the strike it was like wow this is like a dream this is something that you know folks who've been listening to the show been playing destiny on console the last three years this is your 60 fps super high quality version of the game i think it's still going to be enjoyable on both platforms i saw a lot of videos and discussion like man pc is the only way to play and i don't think so i think you can still have a really good time with the game on console i mean that's what you and i are going to be doing until the pc version comes out but uh, just know while we enjoyed the luxuries that the pc version afforded you can still play either version of the game and have a good time, don't you think? It's like I driving a Lamborghini is super fun all the time, but I like my car, right? It's not as fancy. It doesn't look as great, but I like driving it. So that's kind of how I I picture it. You know, it's it, like you said, it's a luxury and it's I don't know where I was going with that with the and, but uh it's it's <laughs> I'm glad the PC beta was right before the launch because when we did the console beta, it was like, oh my God, I just want to keep playing it. I don't want to go back to Destiny 1. But now I finished the PC beta and I'm like, I want more. And I'm actually going to get more this week because it's out. So let's yeah, go. Yeah, the, the hype train timing is perfect. So everybody in this show today, wow, there's been a ton of leaks and spoilers for Destiny 2 already. Avoid and the internet. Yeah, <laughs> basically, we are going to try our best not to cover any of those big-time spoilers today. We're going to be going over the important times, the release dates of the raid and trials, the release date of the actual game itself. We're going to talk about the live-action trailer that was released. We're also going to talk about the name of the upcoming first expansion, as well as some information about the second expansion, neither of which are really spoilery. We've talked about both of them here on the show before. A couple of the new emotes, a little bit of information about Xur, which may be spoilerly, spoilery, but we'll talk about that at that time. We'll give you a warning. And then the new Engram system, which is really smart, really cool. And uh, yeah, I think that's basically going to get us into it. Sort of a shorter show today because we want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy Destiny 2 this week. And like Diddy said, if you don't want spoilers, avoid the internet this week. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy Destiny 2. News! 
news. So finally, we have re-enabled the Destiny the Show clan on BungieNet. So uh, if you want to join up, of course, first come, first serve. And it's going to be linked on our website and in our Discord server as well, discord.me slash Destiny the Show. Um, and if you want to participate, if you have your own clan uh, that with, your, with your own buddies and you actually just want to participate in Destiny the Show discussions with uh, other people who listen with, to the show, Discord is going to be the place to do it, discord.me slash Destiny the Show. Totally. So I want to talk about the release date of the game. It is going to be releasing at um, sort of a rolling release, basically. So midnight time in your country. But there's a chart online I can link on destinytheshow.com that'll tell you if you're in this zone what time it's going to be. Like for, for us in the U.S., it's going to be midnight EST, which means for Diddy, that'll be 11, and it'll be like for those on the West Coast, 9, mm-hmm. and that's the time you're going to be able to start playing it. That'll be Tuesday night Diddy, I believe. So pretty exciting. Yes. I'll be asleep. but uh... I will be too. <laughs> that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, we're getting older, so with work, <laughs> I'm going to wake up probably and try and play a little bit before I go to work. We'll see if I can get some in. So that's really exciting. And then Diddy, we still have a couple of other important times to talk about too. So the Nightfall is going to be ready to play as soon as the players are ready to go. So from launch, Nightfall's available. The Raid becomes available at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, September 13th which I believe is the following Wednesday. So it does look like mm-hmm. server reset yes. has swipped, swipped, wow, swapped to Wednesday. What do you think about that? I think it's great. I mean, it makes sense to me because if they're kind of keeping Destiny 1 active on their servers and their network, right, they don't want to put everything on Tuesday because during a server reset, they now have two games to worry about and it just overloads the players who uh, like to play at that time. And I think it's, you know, Nice. More so, more so. What do you think about the raid releasing the following week? Uh, I think it's typical Bungie. You know, uh, I think that we could have expected that. Um, now, Vault of Glass was probably the exception there, <laughs> and uh, you know, people it's are always going to rush to be Fairly similar timing first. though to Vault of Glass, except Vogue had hard mode. I think at the same time, whereas I don't That's think right. we're going to see hard mode with this release. So, right. Yeah, and. I just think that uh, it's good, you know, for those of you who go in world first or jumping in first, I'm not doing it personally. I'm not going to do it this time around because I want to take my time and discover everything because from what we've heard, there's more content than a typical expansion. So yeah, good luck to everyone uh, jumping in. Yes, good luck and enjoy the Leviathan. The following Friday, Trials releases at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, so September 15th. I think this is very smart because Trials has now been gone for a while. The sooner they can get it back into the game and people can experience this new Trials, the better. And that's a huge portion of the Twitch viewership that goes down for this game. So I'm really excited to see what the new Trials looks like, how 4v4 Trials will play, and of course, what decisions about the Lighthouse and loot and progress. You know, what is the Lighthouse card going to look like this time? How are we going to handle boons? Is it going to be the exact same as last time or what's going to be different? So that's not the only staggered release date diddy so guided games is the new feature coming to destiny 2 that's going to help solo players connect with clans to get through the harder end game things within destiny 2 so i'm going to quote here from the twab for guided games to have a successful launch we need time for enough players to form into real clans and to be ready to guide other guardians if there are too many solo seekers and not enough clans the queues for matching will be quite quite long 
Therefore, we're going to roll out Guided Games as a limited access soft beta, where only a select number of solo players will be able to use Guided Games for the nightfall on September 12th. This will allow us to slowly ramp up players over the course of September and allow clan populations to grow so that everybody has a great experience. During the Guided Games beta period, we need your clans to fully test the system at scale. All clans will be able to guide solo players. So once you've mastered the Nightfall, fire team up and guide solo players to the highest heights. You may meet some new friends along the way. So here are the dates. The Nightfall Guided Games beta, September 12th at 10 a.m., 30 to 50% of players will be given seeker access depending on a clan uh, depending on clan participation in Destiny 2 during the first week. The Nightfall and Raid guided games will then release September 26 with 100% the target being 100% of players given seeker access. So what I like about that is basically depending on the clan participation that goes on during Destiny 2 within the first week uh, determines basically how many solo players they're going to give access to the guided games feature. If you're already a clan, don't worry about it. You're going to have buddies that you're probably going to be able to play with, and you can also be guides. So what do you think about this, Diddy? I think it's great. I mean, considering this is a brand new system, they can't really test this internally because they don't have a big enough you know, test bunch, you know? And so rolling it out like this, I think, is is smart. Instead of having it just crash and burn at the beginning, they can test it out, test the water, see if it's nice and warm enough for you to jump in the pool. But, you know, I think it's actually really great because, you know, as a clan, Destiny to Show, we have, you know, trusted and esteemed members of the clan who are, are going to be given that hosting guided games access. So those guys are kind of the Sherpas for, for anybody in, in Destiny. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. And then really, really cool news coming out about how the engram decryption will work in Destiny 2. So in Destiny 2, you no longer have to equip your highest light level or power level gear before you decrypt that engram to have the highest chance of it decrypting to something a little bit more powerful. The system now looks at your entire inventory and goes off of that, not what is equipped right now, which I think is totally brilliant. And step two of this is engrams, when they drop, that is the power level that they will be. It's no longer determined at the encryption or at the decryption time. It's determined when they drop. And why this matters so much is when expansions came out like Rise of Iron and you had players who had just saved up a ton of exotic engrams were able to reach a higher light level than what was possible <laughs> to drop within the raid during that like first week. Mm-hmm. So this is a two-step brilliant thing alleviate the frustration of having to put on and do that tedious one engram at a time thing, put on the highest light level, and then B, engram hoarding is going away, which will preserve, I think, a lot of the progression for expansions moving forward, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think this is a great change. I mean, less time I can spend in my menu, the better, right? I want to play the game. I don't want to sit and just do statistics and math while I'm you know trying to figure out what the best gear is and I think it's also actually really smart that they're only calculating the power level of the piece of gear and instead of predetermining what piece of gear it actually is so say you get the engram and it's 210 power that could be a helmet it could be a gun it could be whatever they haven't actually specified that part until you actually decrypt it so when the engram drops and you pick it up that's when you get the power level and then when you decrypt it that's when you get the gear very smart. 
And that's pretty much it for this week at Bungie. The preload is available for both Xbox One and PlayStation 4 at this point. So get out there, get downloading, get ready for Destiny 2. Moving on to a couple other news stories. The Athena Victoria Sparrow, which is a exclusive or a promotional Sparrow that Virgin Media customers in the UK can get access to. If you're a US person, there's a Pop-Tarts promotion going on where you can get it. It's just a, a red and white Sparrow. Looks pretty cool. And then Diddy, you mentioned there is an energy drink promotion going on as well, right? Yes, of course. So now that it is finally September, you can finally use the Rockstar energy drink cans with the uh, the Titan, the Hunter, and the Warlock, you know, designs on them. Uh, gear or you know rewards for, or I guess prizes, <laughs> since it's real life. Um, for these are actually actually pretty cool. Um, they have daily, weekly, and a grand prize total. Uh, daily prizes are like just the game, like a limited edition version of Destiny Two. Weekly prizes are a collector's edition bundle for the PlayStation Pro, which is kind of like that, it's that Hawthorne bag bundle, that's what you get. And then the grand prizes for that is uh, actually a motorcycle, like a real-life motorcycle, dirt bike. Dirt bike, yep. That uh, corresponds to the code um, design of the can. So if you have a Hunter can, it gives you a Hunter code, and it enters you for the drawing of the Hunter dirt bike. So I think that's actually pretty cool. one thing to know here, we've seen promotional drinks for like Mountain Dew Game Fuel, that kind of thing. They give you codes for double XP, that kind of thing. If you participate in the Rockstar, I'm going to just give you a disclaimer here and a warning since I've had personal experience with energy drinks addiction. So don't treat these like a soda. They they are not soda. They have much higher caffeine content and they're typically larger. These are 16 ounce cans, I believe, and a typical Coke can is uh, 12 ounces um it's gonna have a lot higher caffeine intake which you know pumps the blood faster and that's how you get more energy and uh, if you have more than a few of these a day your heart will explode literally so don't just down them like mountain dew don't get a 12 pack and just drink them all in one day that's not going to be good for anybody yeah yeah they they generally don't have uh, a whole lot of good stuff in them for you so just be careful all right the destiny 2 live action trailer released this week fantastic it was really awesome for the puppies. For the puppies. Yes. I knew that puppies. line was going to get you. Funny story, just side note here. So for those of you who know or don't know, we are getting a new puppy at the end of the month here. And we were considering names, and Cade was one of the names that Sanic actually agreed to. Oh, my. Um, but now we're not doing Cade because he's a cat person from that live-action trailer. So sorry, Cade. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I think you would probably no. Never mind. Never mind. I'm amazed I was considering that Sanic Titan, agreed to that, right? Titan, because the one who said for the puppies in the trailer was a Titan. So, yeah, I guess that could work. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, this this echoes back to the Halo Reach live action trailer, which is one of the best game Beastie trailers Boys. ever made. Yeah, you had the Beastie Boys rocking out. It does a really good job of showcasing, I think, pretty much what most players experience with Destiny, which is get your friends together. Let's go shoot some aliens. Let's go get some loot. And let's, let's go wear Oryx like a hat on our head, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> wear Oryx like a hat. So I guess we're wearing Gaul like a face mask now, or what? Yeah, I want to turn him into like some sort of consumable <laughs> item. You know, it gives me a little bit of visual flair when I spawn in. Speaking of that seamless transition, two new emotes appeared this week. 
And the first is the salt meme. So you know the, the guy who's like sprinkling salt onto the meat? <laughs> very, very famous meme if you haven't seen it. Very tan man, very famous guy now. You can do that. That's one of the new, the seasoning emote is what it's called. And you can actually sprinkle what looks like salt. Kind of, maybe it's <laughs> glimmer, I don't know. But you're sprinkling it on a guardian. And then there is the flip out emote, which has you flipping over, like smashing up and overturning a holographic table. So I, I like that they're getting a little bit crazier with the emotes in Destiny 2. <laughs> table sweet. flip. Does the ghost help out with that? Does the ghost like project the holographic table? I think Maybe. That's probably what happens. Good thinking, Diddy. So we got some information on the name of the next DLC, the next expansion, as well as just a little bit of the plot behind it. This isn't slight a big spoiler. Slight spoilers ahead. Yeah, yeah slight exactly. spoilers. Let's just... You have five <laughs> seconds to comply. If you don't want to hear any further... As we wrap up today's show, we will see you next week. All right, that is your time. Curse of Osiris is the name of the first expansion that's coming out winter 2017. And Diddy, what do we need to do? We need to save Osiris from the Vex. Yeah. And there we're we also go. getting an... Oh, go for it. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's... I mean, that's that's all. That's all we're going to say. That's all we know. That's the spoiler. <laughs> yep. Need to save Osiris from the Vex pretty much knew about this from the emblems of the expansions but the cool info that i wanted to share is we're getting a new patrol zone on mercury plus a new social space that will probably be the lighthouse so the new patrol zone coming with an expansion is really good like i think that's a good good sign and i hope that's the same with the second dlc which focuses on rasputin and that'll be in spring 2018 especially with the new emphasis that the patrol zones have with adventures the npcs hidden sectors and how public events are playing into things. It really looks like they've put more time and effort into making patrol zones a desirable activity. So to get to do that on Mercury, Diddy, just sounds like it'll be a blast. Yeah, and let's not forget Mercury is a machine planet that the Vex uh, transformed. So probably lots of Vex there. And I think it's actually really cool as well, the new patrol zone. It's, it's really good to hear that because that just means that there's going to be more content than previous expansions, uh, right? Like Taken King obviously had the Dreadnought added, but that was considered a major expansion. Hopefully the same goes for this Osiris expansion as well. Just having just the fact that there's a new patrol area just means there's more content there. There's more places to explore, more discoveries to be made, and just overall greatness there. The new social space on the lighthouse, I'm hoping... You know, obviously the lighthouse has those areas that we anticipated vendors to be eventually, but I think there's also like a hallway that was blocked off. Hopefully this is a tower-esque addition in that the lighthouse still maintains its own space and through a separate hallway you get to the social space on Mercury. That's my dream, but I'm not going to put it past Bungie just to add vendors into the current lighthouse space. No, I think, dude, they're going to do something new especially with trials of the nine like i think you have to do a new maybe you don't even go to the lighthouse anymore if you like you know if you complete your card so but i think they will do some redesigning i don't think it'll be copy pasta but we don't know what's behind that wall so how do i know if it's copy pasta or not <laughs> so zur information to wrap up today's show more slight spoiler things zur will appear in one of the four patrol spaces um, come the weekend and you're going to have to go out and find where it is so he's no longer just hamstringed to social spaces 
he will be out and about on the actual worlds themselves. I think I think that's it. I don't think it'll be maybe maybe he'll be like in the farm or something hanging out. I don't know if he'll be out in the woods or something like that. But legendary shards is what you're going to be using now to purchase exotics. I haven't really heard mention of strange coins. And when you break down exotics, you get experimental parts, which I don't really know much about either. And I don't think the internet does just yet. Any immediate reactions with that? Changes to the currency system, as long as it's good, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I always thought there were way too many different types of currency in Destiny 1. So if they can hopefully reel it in a little bit with these legendary shards and uh, experimental parts, I think that'd be a great thing. As long as I can have a garden on the farm, I'll be happy and then trade that on the non-existent Destiny 2 auction house. So. Your vault is no longer in a building. It's just you actually have to farm for, for your weapon parts. Literal farming. <laughs> Literal farming to get your weapon parts. That's brilliant. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Shorter show this week. Enjoy Destiny 2. Thanks for being with us the last three years. Over three years, man. That's pretty crazy how fast it's gone. Wow. Destiny 2's here, Diddy. Enjoy it this Are week, we- okay? Are Where we people in year find four Destiny? Or are we in year four Destiny or are we in year one Destiny 2? Year one Destiny 2. Okay. All right. Settled. Done. Internet argument. Settled. It's over. We're done. Yeah, this ain't year four. No. D2Y1. <laughs> D2Y1. Yep. Where can people find you? Twitter.com slash Diddy, DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. I'll be hanging out in the Discord as well, discord.me slash Destiny the Show. And you can follow us at Destiny the Show on Twitter, DestinyTheShow.com. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on both YouTube and Twitter. And have a really fun week. We'll talk with you next time. Mm-hmm.